Some have said that the direction of your focus is the direction of your life. For the Christian, our focus is crystal clear. We are to look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. In every area of life, we are to lay aside the hindrances of our Christian journey and look to Christ as our example and strength to live the life he has called us to live. So today, let's starve our distraction and feed our focus on the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Walk Talks podcast and today's Friday Focus episode. Ultimately, I think what if parents could do, if I could encourage parents to do one thing, is to make ministry and God's house and His Word so fun and enjoyable that when they do hit the age where they're going through you know, hormonal changes and puberty and everything mm-hmm. else takes place and they're becoming a man or a woman on their own, they want to do it then. I want to yeah. be in God's Word. It Amen. works for mom and dad. They love it. I want to love it. Absolutely. Make it exciting. Yeah, and I love how you stated that the parents are the ones that are setting the temperature. Like, I think that's amazing. You know, you think of, we love our air conditioning down here, you know, (laughs) I think it's like a hundred degrees outside today, but, um, you know, and you set that temperature and that's what the building adapts to. And, um, and in the same way, you know, that's, that's what parents do. And if they are the ones that are setting that temperature, then, you know, God promises that, you know, that the child will not depart from that. You know, but I, I, just as we're talking about this, there's no doubt there's some teenagers that are like, yeah, see, I'm telling you, it's my parents' fault. It's my parents' fault. And so we want to kind of flip the script now and talk about the teenager. What are ways that the teenagers, the most, the majority of, you know, our audience, what are ways that teenagers um, can cultivate solid relationships within their family, um, both with their parents and with their siblings? Yeah, that's great. If I could say one thing to teenagers, it would be this. Learn early how to communicate. Um, That means this. Open your mouth and talk. You talk to your friends. You talk to your buddies. You talk to your girlfriends. um, Talk to your parents. Uh, I love kids that have a relationship. My wife, Carrie, had a relationship with her mom. And I remember talking about it the first time. I was like, really? Wow. And she would say, yeah, when I was 13, 14, I told mom everything. 15, 16, 17, when I started dating, I told mom everything. I'd tell her about, uh, you know, this guy and their family and this and that and would ask advice. And she said, we would sit on the bed for hours and talk. And I thought, okay, Lord, when I have kids, that's what I want. I desire that. And I think if teenagers could realize how much we love our kids, how much we want to hear from you, mm. We, we're not, we don't do things and set rules and standards because we hate you or we want to punish you. Uh, we do love you. I, I can tell you that I have a great relationship with my son, Tommy, at 13. Tommy's very open, an open book right now. And I want to continue to cultivate that. Yeah. But it's not on me. I can't be in, hey, Tommy, how's it going? Good. What's going on? Nothing. How's school? Fine. You know what? <laughs> We have a relationship now where I'm like, hey, Tommy, how was school? 30 minutes later, I'm still sitting there. He's telling me I did bad on this test. Did good here. Dad, what can I do about this friend? And what about this bully? And I never brush him off. I want to be there for him. Like, I listen intently. And teenager, if you're listening to this podcast, you need to know right now, your parents want to, want you to talk. 
find a time, maybe not right when you get home, find a good opportunity, but ask them questions. Mom, dad, what, what do you think about this friend? What do you think about this music? Mom and dad, they want to watch this movie. And listen to your parents. Let them get godly advice, not, no, you can't do it. No, you can't listen. Your kids, your parents are going to love you enough to say, hey, listen, son, listen, daughter, here's what I think. You can make the decision, but here is some good advice. And so I would say to a teenager listening to this podcast, you want to grow, learn to talk to your parents, learn to talk to your youth pastor, learn to talk to a, a camp counselor. Learn to talk to adults and seek their advice. What do you think keeps teenagers from, from being an open book with their parents? I think we, when we are kids, we view parents as disciplinarians. Mm-hmm. And so if I tell them, I'm going to get in trouble. And so it goes both ways to every parent that's listening to this podcast. You've got to have some mercy and grace and realize when your kids are talking to you, it can't be just a, okay, I'm daydreaming, thinking about what punishment I can come up with. Mm-hmm. You got to realize that that kid's coming to you and you got to have love, grace, and lead them through this storm. Are there consequences at times? Absolutely, mm-hmm. sure. But I think for the kid that's listening, hey team, check this out. You have got to realize that you need somebody to spiritually guide your life. And if you have good godly parents, there's no one better. So break that mold, start talking about little things so when the temptation does come up, you have no problem talking to your parents about, I looked at this or I watched this or I thought this or what should I do about this? You've already got a friend that you know loves you more than anyone on this earth. I feel like too, like with any relationship in life, takes a dose of humility to say, hey, I was, I was wrong. I'm thinking about specific times yeah. in my life with my parents where I had to go to them like, hey, I'm really struggling with this. And inside I'm going, I really do not want to tell anybody about what I'm struggling with. <laughs> but knowing that they cared for me, I think yeah. that's huge. Knowing that yeah. I need that spiritual guidance was always such an encouragement that's so to good. Me. So good. Awesome. Yeah. Um, this is an interesting question that I thought uh, you may have some insight on. There's statistics out there, and I don't have all of the specific numbers of young people graduating from high school, um, even going into high school, who are just leaving the faith, leaving you know their home, getting out of into college, into the quote unquote real world, just abandoning everything that their parents have instructed them in. Obviously, that's devastating to the parents. It's devastating, detrimental to the church Mm -hmm. um, to see a generation that is seemingly lost. The Lord, Lord can bring people back, of course. But I wonder if you could give us some insight on why you think that's taking place, what the home maybe has to do with, with that statistic, and then for the teenager, how that can be, be avoided uh, as they grow up in maturity. It's a great question. Last year, um, Tom Rainier came out with a statistic and said that 40% of millennials, which is my age, it was really younger millennials, this is up to like 90, 1993, uh, did not return to church after covid and uh, when I heard this statistic and read the blog, uh, they were really hammering millennials. You know, mm-hmm. shame on them. They, I took it the opposite way. I thought, what is wrong with our churches that people mm-hmm. didn't want to go back? Mm-hmm. Because I'll tell you guys, I couldn't wait to get back in church. Yeah. I couldn't wait to be under preaching. I couldn't wait to be around people and fellowship. And so I began to really take that to heart and begin to think, okay, what are our churches doing wrong and then what are our parents doing wrong that uh, now we are seeing this this 
mass exodus. Um, the I think it's called BMA. I, I should have looked this up before I came, and I apologize. But uh, they were saying, now this is Christianity as a whole. This wouldn't be maybe the circles we're in. But it was somewhere around 55 to into the 80 percentile of teenagers after their freshman year are not coming back to church. Mm. They're giving up on God. Many uh, are agnostic and atheist mm. and totally turn the faith. It, guys, I'm talking like a massive percentage. I read this yeah. to our church about two weeks ago. And for me, it is now thinking not just, okay, what our church is doing wrong, but what are we doing wrong as parents? Mm. And here's kind of the conclusion I've come to. Either the teenager had it or they didn't. When you went to college, you cannot blame a college. Now, I believe yeah. they get infiltrated in a public college, mm-hmm. sit not in the seat of the scornful. Yeah. Uh, you're going to get land blasted, but still, guys... I feel like we should be able to go and sit mm-hmm. under even professors that hate God and yeah. come out like a Daniel okay because mm-hmm. of our upbringing. What is making our teenagers turn totally mm-hmm. away and we're losing teens that listen to the Herster Trio and they went to Southland for camp and they were in Patch Club and they went yeah. three to thrive and, and all of a sudden mm-hmm. they're totally turned away from God. I, I believe the answer is they never really had a heart for God to begin with. Mm-hmm. Their relationship with Jesus was so robotic. They memorized all the scripture. Mm-hmm. They went to camp. They went to the altar. In my day, it was like they got rid of their CDs for you guys. <laughs> you know, they 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 raced it off their uh, you know mm-hmm. their their iTunes. But uh, they never really had a heart for God. Yeah. And so, for the parent listening, I would say be very careful in raising a robot mm-hmm. in religion that never had a relationship. Just be careful. Make sure. Yeah. That we're cultivating, allowing them to uh, ask questions and that we have an answer. If they're asking questions and we don't have an answer, we probably as adults ought to go back to the Word of God and find out why are we doing what we're doing. And number two for every teenager, I'll make this fast, but every teenager that's listening, teenager, you got to realize you don't get to heaven on your parents' back. Mm. And you don't get to, pay, to heaven with your parents' tithe or going to your parents' church. You get to heaven because you have a relationship with God. And if, you're, if you know the Jesus that I know, you want to commune with him and talk with him and laugh with him. Yeah. And you would die for him. Mm-hmm. That's the Jesus I know. Mm-hmm. And that's the Jesus that died for you and for me and that loves us the way that we are and allows us to change to be more into his image. Mm-hmm. So are we losing a younger generation? Quickly. Quickly. Can we turn it around? I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So yes, we can, but we got to start at a young age cultivating a heart that is in tune with Jesus, not running through the motions. That's incredible. Yeah. And that's so, so encouraging and helpful for all of our listeners. You know, if, if you've been here to Southland, you know, you've experienced you know, a little taste of what a good spiritual walk with God looks like because we're, you know, we're structuring that for you. You know, you're going to chapel, you're having uh, your God and I time and you have the PLB in the evening service. And, you know, for any of you who have been here to camp, you know what it's mm-hmm. like to have that great walk with the Lord and yeah. what Pastor Shepherd is encouraging us all with today and that we can all learn and grow from today is, man, make our walk with God so deep, mm-hmm. so real that we are unmovable 
and that we are just firmly planted in the word of God and with our relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There's nothing in this life that, that gives you more satisfaction, more joy, more purpose than a solid walk with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so uh, thank you so much for that, mm-hmm. you know, Brother Shepherd. Great encouragement and challenge for all of us, definitely. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Relationship with Jesus changes changes everything. It changes does. your friendships. Absolutely. Changes the way that you parent. Amen. Changes the way yeah. you are a kid. You know, being a good teenager for the Lord. Yes. Just changes everything. I think a lot of good application to take away. Amen. This focus on the family. Yes. And we, we need this. So thank you for joining us on the podcast, Brother Shepherd. We appreciate it. Guys, yes, thank you so much for allowing me to be on today. Oh, I truly enjoy being with you, man. Absolutely. We hope that you enjoyed today's episode of Friday Focus presented by the Walk Talks podcast. Make your plans to join us next week for another set of podcast episodes that will encourage you in your walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you.